back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block. This is Fit Talk Friday. Joining us on Fit Talk Friday today is Nebraska Ball strength and conditioning coach, Kurt Joseph. What's up, my guy? How are you today, man? You're the ones that's getting the Huskers ready for this big season about to jump off soon. Like, what, less than a month now, huh? We, we, we... Make sure you turn un- unmute your mic. It's all good. Kurt Joseph is joining us on the block. Yo, can you there you go, hey, my man. Yo. There he is. So yeah, you're my getting you're you're, you're 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 getting you're getting the squad ready, man. You, you know, there's been some injuries. There's been some things that we talked about in the in the past about Nebraska basketball. You're taking over and 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 getting some new blood that has come in. Some old blood, you know, some things we had talked about with C.J. Wilcher, maybe some weight things, some um, some areas and some components of strength that we saw that, you know, we know you're going to be able to get right. This is Fit Talk Friday, so we're going to talk about it. Fitness at the Nebraska basketball uh, program. Tell us about what are some of the things that you're seeing uh, about the worth ethic of the guys and about uh, the, 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 the time that they're putting in, uh, the willingness of want to become better, want to be stronger. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're seeing right now as far as uh, – and then what the plan is you have for them. Question. Um, I think overall uh, the foundation of everything is trust. Um, the players trust that I'm going to give them my, my best job. Um, and they know that um, from a scientific standpoint, I'm more of a holistic practitioner. Um, it's not necessarily the old school um, – bigger faster stronger if you will mm. it's, it's a combination of of mental resilience and psychological resilience um obviously sound and proper biomechanics with how they move their body um how how they're able to react um under time and attention with with specific modalities whether it's like a weight room exercise or your quote unquote sport specific exercise it's 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 cross training it's yoga it's meditation um and then when they need to lift more weight they do that and when they need to scale back they do that and we do all of that in congruence with our sports science program as well so it's not it's not just uh i'm not just a weight room guy mm-hmm. you know, guys call you this is a weight room guy you know just lift 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 i kind of um loathe that and that's not how i practice the craft of, of strength and conditioning because strength and conditioning is not just about the body. It's about all aspects. Right. So, so that's from that standpoint, that's kind of, I kind of answered your second question first. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I think that's more of a foundation of to answer your, your first question with what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing with how we implement our corrective exercise program through, we use fusionetics, which helps me understand muscle tightness versus um, maybe weak muscles. It tells me it has its own algorithm and it it informs our corrective exercise program as a whole. Pre-game, post-game self-care, what type of recovery they need to do um, Mm. every day. Because you know, you you played in the NBA, you know your routines are most important, right? And once you get a solid routine, 
your body responds well. But then after a while, you need to progressively overload that and add more to your movement reservoir so you can continue to grow and get better. And what I've seen is within our corrective exercise paradigm, these 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 kids have been phenomenal. They have pushed themselves and, and gotten much, much better. Now from our general strength and conditioning program, I don't do, um, I kind of combine specific paradigm, paradigms. And what that means is, you know, some days it, it's complex training where you'll do like a squat and then you'll follow it up with like a jump just to elicit more like jump height. Cause you know, it's all about power expression in basketball, but more importantly from that, it's about power expression um, over a specific period of time, depending upon your minutes. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and that takes, uh, and taking that point further, we try to progressively overload them in the weight room at the right times and progressively overload them on the court at the right times. Um, I know the big buzzword and has been for the past five, 10 years now is load management, mm -hmm. but how do you, how do you apply load so they don't perform a movement that they're not ready for? So they don't get hurt. Right. Cause that's, the primary mechanism of well, one of the many mechanisms of how you get hurt, you know, you're not ready for a specific stimulus and then the stimulus occurs and your body can't absorb it. And then your body moves wayward. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. One, one of the things uh, real quick, um, I want to just kind of still touch that point, but you talked about the way that the, the, the algorithms are able to adjust that. So like depending on if I'm using one side more than the other, if I'm pu putting more pressure on, uh, you know, kind of favoring something that, that because another area is weak, is that, is that something that you're talking about with regards to that, that those types of studies? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is, that is something that I am talking about, but it's also all science has uh, an undergirded subjective element to it. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, being an MBA, just because you have a specific plan, you got a plan to adjust depending upon how that player may be feeling. You know, the player might come in the next day with extra back tightness. How did that manifest? That's not something that science can always answer. Mm -hmm. So my, my approach is give me all of the tools necessary to know the most answers possible. And then I can use conversations and the trust that I build with my athletes to fill in those gaps conversations that I have with the coaching staff to fill in those gaps. And then together we make the most sound program because you need people to train people and you can't be a numbers first person in mm -hmm. this business. You have, mm -hmm. to be person first. you have to treat the person for who they are and things manifest in different people at different times. Right. I mean, a guy has been in the green on hamstring extensibility and then next week maybe he has hamstring tightness. That's that kind of, you know, it kind of fluctuates. So as a practitioner, um, it's, it's, it's being a servant leader. It's, it's understanding like, okay, I'm here to serve these, these kids for right now. And I need to help them realize their own potential. And in doing that, um, on the physical standpoint, teaching them the significance of continuous routines, taking care of their body. So the algorithm basically tells us where they're tight, where muscles may be weaker, mm -hmm. um, and what they need to do to feel good, um, to play basketball. So they can so they can perform that's yeah. the number one thing good um, so nate has a question yeah kurt we appreciate you joining us man uh kurt the, joseph the, joining us from yeah. nebraska basketball yeah uh, the question i have for you uh a big thing strix talked about it before too between different sports how the weightlifting is different and i know basketball is just so unique um do you ever have players that come in playing multiple sports in high school and you kind of have to change their body a, lit to, a bit to play basketball or, or how does that work for you 
Oh, that, that's another phenomenal question. I got some great questions on this, on, <laughs> on this show, man. This is, this is dope. I, uh, so that's a very, very astute observation because a lot of people think that basketball players only play basketball, right? It does encompass a lot of time. So, like, the overall general um, ideal is, like, well, they can only specialize in basketball. And for the most part, that is true. However, some basketball players, like, we have one player on our team right now who plays multiple sports. I mean, soccer, basketball, volleyball. He, he's, taken, he's taken, you know, tremendous strides. And, and that's actually helped him when I'm trying to teach them functional movement tasks because he picks up quicker because he has more of a reservoir. I'll put it to you like this. Say say someone has a cup um, with a little bit of water. That might be just basketball. With, with him, you have to multiply that by four because he has movement um, training in multiple sports. So he can adapt the stimuli faster because his brain and his body has learned that through multiple uh, sports and in multiple positions. Um, I, in my past, I've had guys that play both basketball and football. Those guys tend to be the tightest and, and um, the, they have the most power expression, but they're not the most efficient movers, right? And for longevity, um, without decreasing their overall strength and power, you have to enhance their movement efficiency because uh, you, take it, you take powerful people, they move how you think they move, they get through a couple of seasons and then they think, ah, I'm, I'm fine. And then sooner or later, an injury occurs mm -hmm. and they're wondering where it comes from, right? So you had everything else, but if you add that last component of movement, you know, you're, you're good to go, at least theoretically, you know, that's, that's what we, that's what we go by. Kurt Joseph joining us from uh, on the block from uh, Nebraska basketball strength and conditioning coach, Kurt. Um, man, we could have you here all day. We definitely would love to have you back again because uh, when the season starts, you know, just to understand because there's there's some things about what we saw last year that you know we know that you're addressing uh, with regards to you know the mental focus. And I love that you talked about the mental acuity, not just the physical parts of them, and making sure that their mentals are right. Because sometimes you 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 would find, and you can just quickly address this before you get out of here. Um, is there there's there were times where you get 30 minutes of great Nebraska basketball, and then there's like 10 minutes of just mental lapses that whether it be defensively or whether it be an offensive scheme or whether it's being not making the next one or just getting off of the ball and, and off of a pick and roll and getting back into the defensive play. So there was a lot of those things that we saw that cost the team some games. Um, those are What are the ways that you feel that you're addressing that in, in short span before we got to get out of here and let you go? And we would love to bring you back if you can join us again. I would absolutely love to come back. I, I do love questions and I love just just this overall um, craft. It, it's why I wake up in the morning. I shoot out my bed at five in the morning. Derek Walker makes fun of me all the time because he's like, man, like I'm here sometimes exhausted. You should be coming back from a run at seven in the morning. It's like, you know, you know, you know, it's kind of, you know, from it's where in I'm you. from, it's, in you. Up, it's different. It's yeah. in me. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I bring that up is because you're trying to subconsciously build that one moment, one task, one day at a time. I always tell them one moment, one task, one day at a time. And it's it's got to be an ebb and flow of mindfulness when things get stressful and raising your arousal rate at the times where you need to lift heavier or, or even scream at your athletes uh, or fellow teammates. Sometimes they fight, sometimes they're brothers. And that's all well and good because 
you need that to build trust from one person to the next. So I try to replicate those type of situations as much as I can. Sometimes I troll them. Sometimes I'm a mean older brother. Mm. Sometimes I hug them and say, I love you. You did a phenomenal job, which a lot of them will make fun of me because I rarely say that as well. But when I do say it, they know I mean it. So um, I think from the realm that I can control, I try to replicate those situations to push their mentally uh, to, to push them to be more mentally resilient over time. And then I try to continuously build them up Good. so they can stand that like, hey, when I messed up, he's not just some mean guy. He actually told me the truth. Right. Very honest. Right. You know what I mean, shameless plug, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, so I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel at all times, um, sometimes unfiltered, um, and sometimes even abrasive if people don't are not used to that type of energy. But it's all with love and yeah. it's all with care and it's all with respect that I have for my craft. That's and I good. I won't let anyone disrespect that. So that's good. They they learn a lot. And I, I've seen that's been one of the biggest differences in this group as far as them being phenomenal people. They were great kids last year, too. Yeah. I'm trying to identify them or put them down whatsoever. That's yeah. not my opinion whatsoever. But you can... You you've been on winning teams, Eric. You there's a there's an energy to a winning team as well. It's not yeah, just yeah. talent people. It's kind of like you see a kid get down, a person will pick them up. Then you'll see someone yelling at each other. But then the next play, they love it on each other. Mm-hmm. They love each other. They moving on. They they clapping for each other. Guys are jumping higher. Guys are getting stronger. I mean, you know, we, we have guys increasing moving efficiency by twenty five percent in less than six eight weeks. But we, you know, we have guys who gained over 10 pounds of muscle who are jumping, um, you know, five to six inches higher within this time. And and those metrics don't increase without the mentality that I'm talking about right there with with the common intention to get better. I think those tie in with each other. So sorry, I kind of overspoke. Start to. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kurt, listen, you've been great. Again, Kurt Joseph has joined us from Nebraska Basketball. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy schedule to give us a little insight on what Nebraska Basketball, as far as their preparation and their getting uh, getting charged up and ready for a season. It's going to be a tough one. They've got some work to do and uh, some things to rebound from, and, and you're a part of that process uh, in getting that done. And so we thank you again, and we look forward to having you back soon, probably maybe around October or so after you get into the middle of uh, – you know, the, the exhibition season or, or right right when the season begins to talk to you a little bit more. Kurt Joseph, Nebraska basketball, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We will see him again, but we'll see you after these commercials right after this.